Have you ever known someone who is a problem magnet? Perhaps maybe even you may find out that you are actually kind of a problem magnet. So that's what we're going to talk about this week on episode number 62 of the Relaxed Mail. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey, man. Hello and welcome to Relax Mail. All right. So this week we're going to be talking about problem magnets and what are they? And are you happen? Do you happen to be one also? But uh, before we do that, want to just say hello and welcome to the any new listeners that we have and any of the returning listeners. Hey, all of y'all. I'm glad that y'all are actually able to make it back again for this week. And I am humbled the fact that you've listened to, listened to me again. It's, it's kind of cool to, to think that some people actually come and listen to me yammer on for what, about whatever topic comes to my mind and, and, and share my thoughts and insights and to help you as, as a man become a better man, become a stronger man, become a more confident man to actually go out into the world. Find your, your corner of the world and just, you know, make it your own and own your, own who you are and what you're doing and to, to just be the best man so that you're for your kids and for your wife and for your community. All of these are, are just important stuff for what a actual true real man is. And so again, I'm glad that you are listening. If you, if any time through this show, you come across something that just absolutely just blows your hair back, makes you feel uh, good, gives you, you know, helps you laugh, cry, think, groan, or moan, do me a big favor and share this episode out. Share the show out. Either way, just share it out with your friends, families, followers. Anybody over on social media, tell them, Hey, dude, I, I know, uh, heard a podcast that's got this exact problem that you're facing and you should give it a listen and share that out. Let talk about the relaxed mail podcast and the, the group that we, that we have, because this is if without you, I'm just, I'm just kind of talking into the wind and I really hate for that to be the case. I would love to know that. I am reaching people, helping them to become stronger, better men in their, in their lives. So each week I do a question of the week. And if you're interested in having, uh, asking a question, say you have a particular problem, concern, block, uh, barrier, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to overcome so that you can get to the next level of your business or your becoming the better dad for your kids or anything like that. You can hit me up by going to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact. That'll give you a form that you can fill out and send over to me. And whenever I receive it, I will then turn around and let you know that I've answered it and what episode it's going to be on. If I don't have any uh, email or, and you can also, well, and you can also send me an email over at Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. Ask any questions, make any comments, anything like that. And if you happen to put your uh, website on there, uh, 
in the uh, in the email. You know what? I might actually even share that out and give you a link to uh, to your show or to your to your uh, your site also. So lots a lot of good things to do to actually leave a leave a question to for me over on relaxmail.com forward slash contact or by sending me an email over at Brian with a Y at relaxmail.com. If for whatever reason I don't get any uh comments or questions or anything like that, then I like to jump over to Quora. Always somebody asking some interesting question. And this week's is uh is kind of a philosophical one that uh I found interesting. And it is, is your life who you are or who you are, who you aren't? And they didn't leave a uh a name, but anyhow, I replied with ah, the meaning of life. Which is kind of what I take this question to be about. Um, are you, is life about who you are or is it about who, what you didn't accomplish? That's kind of way I'm, I'm reading this really simple, uh, simple question. I look at it as one of, uh, as about who you are because you don't hear people at funerals and stuff talk about what a person didn't do. You may hear them that they were always wanting to go to Paris and they never made it to Paris. But that they speak to, about that often as a means of reminiscing that you, you know, you had plans, you were wanting to do stuff and, you know, it's just something got in the way. But nine times out of 10, people are going to talk about what you did in your life. So when you're talking about what a person did and what they were able to accomplish, they are talking about who you are as a person. And so when you pass, they're not going to talk about what you never did because, you know, there's a billion different things that you could have done, but you chose one thing to live your life as. Maybe you are a blacksmith, but for whatever reason, instead of becoming a blacksmith, you decided you, uh, you went into the world of accounting for, for instance. Well, people aren't going to sit there and go, I wonder why he didn't become a blacksmith or ask or wonder why he didn't become, you know, a, a, an explorer or why didn't he become a prospector or why didn't he, uh, spend his life camping? You know, they're not going to talk about the stuff that you didn't do. They may talk about what your hopes and your dreams and what you always wanted to do and your aspirations, but they're not going to talk about it as a means of what you aren't. So I kind of with the, with the question of is life about who you are or who you aren't, it's about what you do. What do you do? How do you make the most of your life? If you are someone who lives life to the fullest, people are going to remember that. If you live life to the most minimum, again, people are going to remember that. If you are always busy trying to play it safe, well, people aren't going to have a much uh, to talk about because there's not about, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't do. But if you live life to the fullest, they're always going to have stories and stories and stories about all the things that you tried doing and that you were you uh, went off and attempted to do. And yeah, you may have failed several times, but by gosh, on the 37th try, you actually were able to hit it big. They're going to talk about those things. So they're, are they going to talk about who you aren't? No, no, they're not going to talk about what you aren't because one, they don't know what possibilities you could have taken. I mean, I severely doubt people are going to go. I wonder Brian was not an astronaut. They're not going to talk about what he wasn't. They're going to talk about, well, he was a, a coach that went off and helped people, helped men to realize that their masculinity is a wonderful thing and that they go out and every day leave their cave. I encourage men to leave their cave and, and kill that dinosaur, drag it back home to their, to their family. So they have, so they can be, have plenty of food and, 
and uh, and warmth to be able to to continue on their their line and, and generation. And he encouraged his kids to be the best people they possibly could. You know, we want people. I want people to be able to talk about what I actually actually was able to accomplish. And so that's and that's what you want out of people. That great exercise to try someday is try writing your own eulogy. Do you like what you wrote? If not. Then start changing it. Start talking about it, getting those things that you want people to talk about, Rem- remembering you about. You have that ability. You have that. You're you're until you're you're dead. Until you have been put into the ground, you have a chance to have people remember you for being the greatest human being in their world. And I recommend you do that. Live life with intention. And if you do that, it's always going to be about what you who you were not who you weren't. So with that, now we're going to go ahead and jump on over to the main topic. And the main topic is, are you a problem magnet? What is a problem magnet? A problem magnet is, you probably know someone, someone who's always got some type of crisis in their, in their life. Um, they, if there's not something going on, it's almost as if they go out hunting for a problem to find and, and to, to bring into their life. Uh, a lot of people have a problem of being addicted to the drama of that problem. They like that drama. They like the, uh, the adrenaline rush they get as they try to either rush in to be the, uh, the knight in shining armor to help somebody. Um, they go out and they either look for the problem and they take on the problems of whatever person that is there. And, you know, there's always those who are, especially us men, we, there's a, large section of us who like love to go out and search for damsels in distress. And you know what you get when you rescue a damsel in distress? You get a distressed damsel. You know, it you're not it's not somebody who is you're you're not always going to find someone who is oh, thank you. I'm I'm better. I'm on top of the world. I'm not uh I am so much uh better off now. No, you're going to find people who are she, that, especially if you find a damsel who's in distress and you rescue her and you find out she's just a distressed damsel, she's those ones who are always, you know, got some form of chaos in their world. That, that chaos can be so draining and so tiring because it's always something one right after the other. You never get a freaking break. And there are people who love to draw those into our, their lives. There, there's always a problem that they, or they have a problem or they're always coming out and they're looking for problems. They're looking for something to complain and moan and groan about those complainers that you know of. Those are problem magnets. They're looking for a problem to complain about the people who are going, jumping from one crisis to another. They're always something's happening. Something's, you know, I've got this huge problem. And these people are often magnets because one, they love the attention that it gets. You get people who start to feel sorry for him and oh, I'm so, oh, he's, he's trying, you know, this, you know, Charlie, he's, he, it's just always seems to be one bad thing after another. One bad thing after another, after again and again and again and again. Always something going on where Charlie just can't quite seem to catch a break. Well, is that really the case or are you, or is Charlie actually setting himself up for the failures so that he can get people like you to actually feel bad for him? There are people who like that's the type of attention they like to have. 
Um, another are, and you've heard me mention about the victim mindset. And most of the people who are problem magnets always play the victim. And this is the, one of the reasons why I say victims get no respect. There is no respect for the victim. Nobody respects that victim. Yeah. They may feel sorry for them. They may try to help them, but eventually they're going to go, dude, really? You're, you're in this same hole again. How many times are you going to fall in the same hole? Day in and day out, wanting somebody to rescue you. Well, sorry, dude. You can spend the night in your hole this time. And they lose their any and all respect that people have because people who are in a victim mindset, they are always looking for a problem, looking for that hole to fall into. And again, like I mentioned before, these are also people who just seem to draw chaos into the world, seem to uh, have some some type of just they just always have to have something to keep their adrenaline up keep their keep their their worry levels up and it's being in that state is not healthy for anybody not the, not the the problem magnet not their friends um nothing anybody around them um it's not a real good environment to be in because everybody is all worked up at uh, for one time or another. Maybe they're going around, they're starting the problems. They're starting little rumors about other people to get, you know, to get some type of, of emotion stirring. And they have to have that emotion, that constant, Oh my God, you know, high level of, of emotion flowing. And that can be so tiring. So, you know, exhausting <laughs> would be the best way to describe. Cause it's again, you're always, as you sit back and relax, it's like, oh, good God, really? Again, had a uh, used to work with a uh, with a guy who always had something pro- something wrong with his truck, and it was something easy. He was perpetually running out of fuel. He'd I'd have to get get a call from my boss going, hey, I need you on your way across. I need you to stop by and help so and so. He's ran out of fuel again. It's like Jim and he. He's like, well, the. The fuel tank, uh, fuel gauge doesn't work. It's like, well, then you know how many miles it takes to run out of fuel, don't you? It's like, well, uh, no, not really. It's like, well, I can tell you. All right. You fit, you go off, set your trip and you drive for, for, uh, do a turn. And when you hit, say, 300 miles, 400 miles, stop, fill up. How many gallons does it take to fill up? On your tank, it tells you how many gallons each tank holds. So you know what the maximum amount of fuel is. And all you have to do is subtract from that. So you know every 400 miles, you may be at a half tank. If you're at a half tank, fuel the son of a gun up. Fuel it up before you leave. Fuel it up before you pull in. You know, it's keep it, keep the tank full. It's not hard. If, if you can't trust your, your fuel gauge, you get the, you know, then you need to learn to overcompensate and make sure that you're always full. Yeah, 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 I'll do that. And two weeks later, I'm out of fuel again. Eventually, I was like, I had to tell my boss, I was like, no, he can sit there on the side of the road and lose a, lose some money because he doesn't, he doesn't know how to fill up his gas tank. He can be hot or cold or whichever one it was. It was, you know, one of the winter, summer, I can't remember exactly, but he can, he can tough it out for a little while and not have any, any, uh, any comfort while he sets in his own stew and thinks, because again, if you've got someone who is always causing a problem or always has a problem, you got to let them sit. 
And that's what a lot of people, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I say victims don't have any respect because eventually you have to stand by and just let them waller in their own mess. They made their bed. Now they have to sleep in it. And there's more than one time I, you know, was having to help him with something or another. He had a, busted a hose on, on, uh, on the radiator. Well, it's, you know, yeah, it's a pain in the butt to have to change out, but I've changed out just about every, every radiator hose I had on my, on my, uh, my truck at the time. Had a big old, had a roll of, I don't know, probably about 25 feet of hose because I was always blowing one, um, there at the end because the hoses were getting old. Now there's times that, yeah, it, you know, there was things I couldn't fix. That's when I would take it over to the boss and go, I, I don't know what to do with this. And sometimes he would tell me, Hey, I need you to, well, I need you to fix it. And I was like, dude, I'm not the mechanic. And that's actually, and, I, and if you're wanting to uh, ascend in a business, that's not the, the mindset to actually have <laughs> to tell you the truth. But you can, those types of people, Really, you know, they bring down the morale of everybody else. And so a lot of times you have to just separate them and, and isolate them and go, dude, I'm not, I'm not partaking in your, in your drama. And maybe you like drama. I, I know, guy, believe it or not, guys, us guys do like to gossip just as much as women do. And so there's a lot of times where our drama, our, our problem magnet is where we hear such, there's a, a scuttlebutt about such, such so and so. Well, I hear that they, the company's not doing very well because of, of this or that. And they're fixing to be going under. They're fixing to get bought out by so and so. You don't know. A rumor does no good. If you want to find out the answer, go up to, go to a, a level up or two levels up or to the top. And go, hey, I'm hearing this rumor. What's this rumor about? And point it out. Hey, this is the rumor that I hear. And anybody tries to come to you with a rumor, you can easily shut it down by going, dude, you don't have any proof. Apply a little bit of thought. No, they're not going to get bought out. Yeah, they may have had a bad wreck or something along those lines. And yeah, they may be getting sued. But you know what? That's where insurance comes into play. There's a lot of times a rumor can be dispersed real easily. With just a little bit of thought. But if you don't apply the thought and you just go off the emotion, it's easy to just zoom and take off. Rumors are nothing more than old fashioned fake news. Now, can there, can sometimes that rumor be true? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it can be, but those are often not the case. We used to have fun in my, in my hometown, me and a friend of mine would actually go off and play with the problem magnets at uh, the local cafe. We would actually, on our lunch break, if we had enough money to go over there to have a good, uh, have a hamburger while we were over there, we would create a rumor and let that rumor spread, um, inside the, uh, inside the cafe. We would just plant a little rumor right, th- right there in the cafe and we would see how long it took to make it all the way to the other side of town to where we worked. And there's a few times by the time we got finished eating, and drove to the other side of town, which was, I mean, we're a square, about a, less than a mile away because, well, not the home, my hometown is a little bitty podunk town, less than a mile away. We'd get over there and we'd hear somebody go, Hey, dude, did you hear about such and such? It's a rumor that we just made. Sometimes it would beat us to the, to, to work. It was uh, hilarious and it was great. And I mean, that's 
one of the, one of the things about small towns, everybody knows everybody's everywhere knows everybody. And so when there is any juicy stuff about another person, it's just, it just becomes a, uh, a, it just becomes, you know, food for the, uh, for the chaos and for the, for the drama. This town loves its drama. So how do you stop becoming a, a problem magnet? Well, if you, Really want to become, uh, uh, stop it. Say you realize you are the problem magnet. First thing is own your dirt. Stop complaining about everything being wrong with such and such. So and so, whatever the issue is, what's something good about that? Start noticing that you're complaining. Stop and realize that you are just moaning and groaning and, and about uh, w- nothing for the sake of just being able to complain. Realize you're doing that. Own your dirt because more than likely you had a hand at it. All right. You own your dirt. You're going to first, you're going to really stop doing a lot of the complaining because you're going to find out you're complaining about yourself. Ask yourself, what was my role in this situation? And if you say, well, I didn't have any role in it. Well, you're double check because there's a good chance you may have had a really big old fat thumb right in the middle of it. Second of all, stop complaining. Stop just griping and moaning and groaning stop that you realize you're doing that quit it and come up with three positive things about that situation what do, what does this situation make possible what problem does this this problem make possible or what solution does this problem make possible because a problem is nothing more than a than a, a problem how does that go <laughs> i was fixing to say um or a crisis is nothing more than a problem looking for a solution. Something like that. Anyhow, I went to go say something and my brain just quit working for me. And the last way to stop being a problem magnet is just to flat out be grateful for what you have. God, this work has just it's sent me out again. Well, yeah, be glad that you at least have a job. At least you have a job that's paying the bills. At least you have a job. At least your kids are fed and they're warm and in bed. Yeah, you're not home as often as you want to be. I get that. That's a big frustration that I had with my previous job also. Was not home. I watched my children grow up from the cab of a truck. There's a lot of regret in that, man. I understand that. I feel that, that irritation, that aggravation. And there's a lot of things I could have done that were completely different, but I didn't. I have to own my dirt. I am grateful that I was able to take care of my kids. I am grateful that they are able to, they are young, healthy, balanced adults. I am grateful that my wife has been there by my side through the times where I just really just sat on the couch with my fist clenched in just complete despair about the fact that I just got home four hours ago and I just got called out again. Hadn't seen her in a week and a half. And now I'm heading back out. Hadn't even had enough time to get my laundry fully washed. I get those times, but I was grateful for the fact that I was actually able to provide for my family. That time was strictly a small season of my life. And because of that, I was grateful for the opportunity that I had to work for that company. I've now got to work for right now, work for a, another company as I'm getting the coaching business up and running and getting more cli- enough clients into where I can step away from, from this uh, current business so that I can run a, uh, 
run this uh, this coaching business and help men to the max day in and day out. Right now, I do. I feel guilty that I don't. I'm not able to help as many men as I want to. I would like to be able to help uh, help the, all those guys who come in and want to know how they get uh, how they become the best man for their wives. How do they get their wives to to uh, appreciate what they do? How do they get their how do they get their wives to, you know, be attracted to them once again. The marriage has become uh, not so much of a marriage as it is just, you know, you're, you've made it into roommate syndrome. And how do you fix those? There are those solutions. That's stuff that I want to be able to help men out with. And one of the ways that you I can do that and one way that you can help yourself out is by joining a, a group and helping – if you have a problem with being a, a problem magnet and say so you realize that and you're just, how do we, how do I stop this? What do I need to do? Well, you can follow the, uh, the tips that I gave there, but, but there are a lot of other ways that you, that can be helped. You can, you can make those changes, make those mental shifts by joining up in a, to, with a men's group. And I happen to have a men's group that's called the, the, the brotherhood of men. And this, we are a group of men who are invested in making sure each of us achieve the goals that we are we set for ourselves. It is an accountability group. It is a group of men pushing each other to excel at all that we do. If you're wanting help in your love life, you're wanting help in uh, being able to fully connect with your your son. The Brotherhood of Men is a group that can help you help you do that. And if you're interested in joining up with the Brotherhood of Men, I recommend you go over to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood. And we, down at the bottom is a of the page is a form. Fill the form out. Send it to me. I will answer any and all questions that you have. I'll set up a time for us to sit down and actually talk and get to know each other and see how well of a fit you would actually be with the group. It's not that I can let everybody in. But I want to make sure I let the guys in who are set on making sure that they become the best men possible. With that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. And thank you again for listening. If you enjoy the show, please go over to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser and leave a rating review. If you are an Apple podcast, listen through Apple podcasts. All right. Thank you. You can leave a rating and review there. I believe you can leave a rating and review over at Google Podcasts too. Uh, but Podchaser is kind of the IMDB of podcasts and I just love what they're doing. And so if you go over there and leave a rating and review, man, I would be, uh, be tickled pink. If you have any questions, comments or anything like that, you can post, you can go to, uh, like, uh, send me an email at brian at relaxmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you, have any, if you want to leave a comment about the show, you can actually go to relaxmail.com forward slash 62, and that will take you over to the show notes for this show, and you can actually leave a comment down at the bottom, and I would love to hear what you had to say about it. So anyhow, guys, I'm going to let you go. Thank you again for listening. We will talk to you next week. So till then, have a great week. All right? Bye.